Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 266, My Spending Summary for January 2017 by J.D. Roth of MoneyBoss.com. And I am Dan, your personal narrator for today and every weekday here on Optimal Finance Daily, where I read to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. And as you can probably tell by the sound of my voice, I am battling through a bit of a cold, which of course is bound to happen to most of us during the winter, especially if your house is anything like my house, where I've got a four-year-old and an eight-month-old. So if one cold is the worst that happens this winter, I'll consider that a big victory. So today's post is an interesting one. JD of Money Boss is going to review his spending for the month of January. And that could sound like it might be a little bit boring, but it definitely isn't. You'll have to trust me on that one. And hopefully this will give you some motivation to try tracking your income and expenses as well. It is definitely a time saver for tax season if you're able to pull it off for a full year. But even for a month or for a week, it can be really enlightening to see where your money is going. And we've got a spreadsheet to help you do that as well, totally free if you're part of our mailing list at oldpodcast.com. But I'll give you a reminder about that at the end of the show. So for now, let's sit back and relax, get to the post, and start optimizing your life. My Spending Summary for January 2017 by J.D. Roth of moneyboss.com. During 2017, I'm tracking every penny that enters and leaves my life. This article is the first of 12 monthly budget reports that I plan to post throughout the year. Now, don't get me wrong, I have plenty saved. That's the good news. The bad news is I have almost no income. That should change as Money Boss grows, but for now, I'm just breaking even. I want my stash to last another 30 years or so, allowing me to live a modest lifestyle while resisting the slow, silent killer called inflation. According to the best online retirement calculators that I've found, I should be able to spend $4,000 per month without worry, maybe a little more. But how much am I actually spending? That's what I aim to discover. Let's take a look at my numbers for January. My spending. I'll start with the bottom line. I spent $4,801.76 in January 2017. That's $154.90 per day. I'm not going to argue whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. My goal with this project is to document my actual spending given my current habits. Sure, I'll try to make adjustments as I go, but I'm not going to beat myself up if things aren't as I want them to be. That's counterproductive. I want to learn what I'm doing and make corrections if needed. That said, 4801.76 is more than I believed I was spending and it's more than I want to spend. There will need to be some adjustments in the months to come, adjustments to my spending, to my expectations, to my income, or to all three. Not all of the numbers were bad. For instance, 
I spent only $12.16 on my vehicles in January. I didn't drive much. And there are a few other categories that used to give me problems, comic books, for instance, that are no longer a concern. On the other hand, I spent far too much in a handful of areas. For example, I spent $88.16 on books in January. Of that, $10.93 was on audiobooks. Most of the rest was on what I call food, pretty cookbooks that I didn't actually need. This isn't anywhere near the $200 a month I spent on books a decade ago, but it's still higher than I'd like. Kim and I hosted my niece and nephew for a long weekend in the middle of the month. We thought it would be fun to show them Portland, so we played tourist for a couple of days. That cost me $402.57. In retrospect, we should have stayed in and played board games. Our vacuum died, which means we had an unexpectedly large household expense. And our household expenses will be even higher in February. Our bathtub sprung a leak, so we had to call in a plumber to make a difficult repair, which involved cutting a hole in our bedroom wall. I spent $290.33 on entertainment, which includes computer games, sporting events, and media downloads. Of that, a whopping $160.47 was spent at the iTunes store to purchase movies and music. Yikes. Even worse, I spent $1,115.86 on food in January, which is 36 bucks a day. WTF. This was almost evenly split between groceries and dining out. We ate in restaurants 11 times last month, and spent $554.95, which is an average of $50.45 per meal. Honestly, I'm okay with the frequency, but the cost per meal needs work. Meanwhile, I spent $535.77 on groceries, which seems outrageous to me. I'm curious to see what the numbers will be like for February. Here's my evaluation of my spending. While I'm doing a terrific job of managing my life like a business when it comes to the big things like housing and transportation, I suck at following my own advice when it comes to discretionary spending. Again, it's not wrong to spend on the things you love, especially if it's intentional and you can afford it. I don't want you to think I'm against going out to eat. I'm not. What I'm against is spending mindlessly. Unfortunately, that's some of what's happening here. One night, Kim and I joined some friends for happy hour at a hip and trendy speakeasy in our neighborhood, and I picked up the tab, $100 for six drinks in two hours. We could have gone next door and had six beers for 30 bucks or less. Would have been just as fun too, maybe more so. So there's work to be done and I'm up to the challenge. Summing up, there are a few things that make last month's 4801.76 in spending not so bad. First, my investments earned $20,065.64, which far outstripped my outflows. Second, I really spent only a few hundred dollars more than I'm aiming for. Finally, through nine days in February, my spending is down. It's not way down, but it's down, especially on worrisome categories like dining out. Only $10.38 spent in restaurants during the first nine days of February. In the end, my net worth grew substantially in January. My net worth on the 31st of December 2016 was $1,577,014.27, revised from $1,570,798.39. My net worth on the 31st of January 2017 was $1,591,985.52. That's an increase of almost $15,000, $14,971, which is about 0.95%. Of the $20,065 jump from my stocks and bonds, $198 was from investments and interest, while $19,800 plus was from market gains. My portfolio gained 1.91% in January, which was nearly identical to the 1.90% gain posted by the S&P 500. This shouldn't come as much of a surprise since most of my money is in index funds, and I'm gradually shifting the rest in that direction. 
Now, not every month will bring such huge increases in the stock market, obviously. In fact, some months will see declines just as large or larger. I can't control that. What I can control, though, is my spending. And as the CFO of my own life, that's what I aim to do this year. I aim to cut the fat and bring my spending habits more in line with my values. You just listened to the post titled My Spending Summary for January 2017 by J.D. Roth of moneyboss.com. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com slash advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y.com OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. And it is definitely worth it to try to track your income and expenses and uh, see how long you can do it. We have a spreadsheet to help you do that, and it comes with a video tutorial that we made just for you. All of it's free, so come by oldpodcast.com and simply enter your email address to have all of this sent to you automatically. That will also uh, put you onto our weekly newsletter mailing list where we do raffles for books. Uh, We give away more spreadsheets, life tips, and a bunch of other stuff. So again, just enter your email address at oldpodcast.com to get all of that for free. Now tomorrow we'll be hearing from Ramit from I Will Teach You To Be Rich. So have a happy Monday and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hello Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Finance Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.